Hey guys, welcome to Wing Tips. I'm Wing your tip. host, Seth Hort. Whoa. I'm not Corey, restarting. It is <laughs> not your time. I'm not restarting. I'm sorry. I'm on another yet. podcast where we repeat the title <laughs> after they say the title. So Corey's coming dude, into dude, our again, podcast. I'm, showing, I'm, like, I'm gonna show Oh, I'm you. sorry. I'm just dude, on so many podcasts. It has a dramatic effect. Oh, is that Samuel? Is Samuel calling? It is Samuel. Pick up. Oh, yes. Okay. Hey, Sammy, you're on live right now with Wingtips, so say hi. Oh, hello, Wingtips. Ben Roth coming to you. It's a glorious day in southeast Missouri. Uh, there you have it. <laughs> there we have there it. There we have it. We do That's have exactly it. what I wanted. That's exactly, yeah. You couldn't have done better just now. Thank you. Okay, well, you guys get to it. Uh, get famous for us. We're counting on you. Have a good one. You know what? We will, and when we're all famous, you can totally live in the penthouse. On us. You gotta, you gotta provide for me somehow. <laughs> You're right. I will be the breadwinner. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Love you, Sam. Yay. Love you, Sam. <laughs> Love you, Sam. Bye, guys. See ya. Gosh. God. <laughs> this this episode has already gone off the rails, and we're a minute and fourteen <laughs> seconds in. Yeah, but in the best way. <laughs> oh, this is great. All right, guys. This is Wing Tips. Wait, I'm wait, Seth. Wait, God. I'm Joel. That's Joel. That's Liz. I'm Liz. This is Corey. I'm Corey. He's my roommate and Joel's roommate, I guess. What do you mean, you guess? We share a room. <laughs> We're more roommates than you are with either of us. So, welcome to the podcast, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to have you on. <laughs> Glad to have you on. We have some thanks questions for, for Thanks you. for inviting me. We're going to start this off with an easy, <laughs> easy one. <laughs> what... What, if any, is your experience being a wingman or having someone wing person for you? Okay, so I'm going to talk about the time that I was a wingman. God, yes. And it was for one of my roommates. You may know him. His name is Seth Horton. <laughs> hey, how you doing? So uh, the way, what, what happened is I have a friend. Uh, I won't name her. Just the, I don't know. I'm just not going to talk. I'll call her Bree. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will say her actual name. We're just going to call her Bree. Pull that name out of the hat. Yeah, it was just out of nowhere. I just, it just came to me. Bree is her alias for now. So Bree is a coworker of mine, and for whatever reason, we were just hanging out uh, on a Sunday afternoon or whatever. She'd come over, and she was there. We watched TV and stuff like that, and she was there a long time. You know, just yeah. an inordinately long time. It's maybe 11, 30, 12 o'clock, and she'd been there like since 5. And she, I did not realize she that texts part. me and she says, the only reason I came over here, or no, the only reason I'm still here is because of Seth. And at that point, I was like, well, okay. Had they, like, held a conversation at this point? I don't Or was this just, like, sheer attraction? We have literally just said, hey, I'm Seth. Hey, I'm Bree, air quotes. Yeah, okay. so up until then, I had talked to her about Seth. A little bit, and I talked to Seth about her very minorly. I was about to say I was unaware of that at all. Yeah, just not not a ton, but I had talked about Seth, and I talked about how he's a cool person. I just, you know, I love to, you know, talk about my roommates to people. They're great. Aww. Um, but anyway, so from then, all I, I sort of just told Seth, I was just like, "All right, she likes you." At that point, I sort of, you know, would let him do his thing, let him decide whether he would pursue it or not. And they exchanged numbers. We ended up going to Waffle House after that, and they changed, exchanged numbers. And later on, she was at the apartment again to hang out. 
So this is where the actual wingmaning came in. So my strategy when I want a wingman or just make anybody look good for someone else That's in general cool. is set them up. It's sort of like with improv. I do improv for those of you who don't know. Uh, and in improv, one of the rules is make your partner look better than yourself. So with Seth, I, I know all of Seth's stories, basically. Any story he has from high school or middle school or earlier in college, I know. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm sort of like setting him up for these funny stories that can really show his humor and his you know, wit and all this sort of stuff like that. Like, all right, Seth, what was that time? Yeah, that in high school you had that friend and you helped him out, or you know, just giving him perfect opportunities and to like show who he is, and also not talking a lot about myself. So, for yeah. example, Bree might was you know asking me questions and talking to me, you know, just having a conversation. And, and every time I would try to divert it back to Seth, it's just like, yeah, Seth knows about that a lot. He actually knows way more about music than I do, or way more about sports than I do. Sports, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and I feel like that's one of those things that you have to do uh, when you're a wingman because as much as talking a person up is effective you really want to give them the opportunity to do that mm-hmm. themselves, like to, for them to show themselves. And then I'll also tell a bad story. But Lizzie, have a comment? No, no. I was just going to say, like, that's the that's prime wingman material Honestly, right there. it was the best that, like, I, I would have, have highlighted and underlined that in a textbook just yeah. now on how to wing, wing tip, wingman. Yeah, huh. it's how to wing tip. Yeah. I would have photocopied it and then underlined it because I'm borrowing my textbook from Liz. <laughs> and yeah. I would also like to say, I think it's episode zero or one, I mentioned a friend that we have that's really good at talking people up. I was talking about Corey, oh, our yeah. current guest. So I love just to soak in all his wisdom. Make people look good. Listeners. But I also love to look good because you do it all the time. Oh, thanks. Now I'm going to tell an example of how I was bad. <laughs> and this is related to Joel. He doesn't know it yet. So actually, <laughs> there's a girl who was interested in Joel, and she actually was, uh, we all rode together to this place one time. Fascinating. And I wasn't super aware of the attraction, but she was asking Joel questions and talking about some of his past and some of the girls he had dated and things like that. And we were both like, yeah, it was a super funny story. Remember when that happened? And she wanted to hear about it. And... I used nonchalantly because we were all just friends. I was like, oh, I'll tell a story. And then Joel was like, yeah, you can, you can tell it. And I started telling all these stories about him and things like that. And, <laughs> and later to be fair, on, Corey's better at telling a lot of my stories than I am. Like, I have a story about how we pranked him, like, years ago. And he just tells it so well that I just, Corey, run with it. The thing is, Joel will tell the story, and it'll be entertaining. But will it be accurate? Not, mm. not at all. Yeah. Not even close. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's like a dragon, and you're like, but I thought this was a real story. He's like, it was. <laughs> Always better with the dragons. Am I wrong here, Liz? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I like how you tell stories. I never noticed that before, but. Does Sam tell you story with stories with the dragons? Is that how he got you, or? Next. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so basically, I didn't realize until afterwards we got to where we were going, and she mentioned, uh, she sort of was like, Corey, literally shut up. You were like, 
anytime I try to talk to him or ask him a question, you're interjecting. And I didn't realize that I was doing that, but I was totally mm. getting in the way of them making this connection. And I felt really bad about it. But Shouldn't have. I, I blame it mostly on not knowing about the attraction there. If I would have known, I probably would have, you know, a lot of space because I, I definitely do that. Like even with Bree and Seth, I would try to like interject some, and but sometimes I would literally just leave the room so to like force them to talk to each other. Yeah, because you know, I mean, when you're when, you, when you're trying to talk to somebody, especially when there's a third person there, you can deflect that attention mm-hmm. and you don't have to engage with each other because you're maybe a little bit nervous. You think you're in your head about like what I should say, what I should do, and if you aren't forced to then you probably won't engage each other as much as you should. Which, let me be clear on this, is exactly what happened. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they would both talk to me separately. We would be talking about a show, or we would be watching TV together, and Seth would be like, yeah, Corey, whatever. And then Brie would also say, yeah, Corey, this is whatever. And I'm like, how about y'all, you know, talk to each other about Cause you know, like show. we both wanted to talk to each other. They were it saying like, it to each other through me. Yeah. Okay. So I have been on that side of it too, where I feel like I'm the conduit for which they're both flirting. And if I were to ever leave, like how yeah, would they carry on a talk conversation? About, yeah, yeah. And there's a couple back home that I feel like that would happen to yeah. a lot. And I just remember <laughs> thinking, how do y'all interact when I'm not here? So how do you navigate that? Is there, there's only so much you can do, I guess. See, as a wingman. now Bree and I are actually like we're just friends. Yeah. And we like actually talk. Yeah, y'all can like communicate. Yeah. Without me at all, like Snapchats and stuff like that too. Snapchats, right? Twitter, yeah, text, whatever. Like it's really interesting. And I think for me, like I'd been single for like over a year, and so that was a huge thing for me. Whereas like I forgot how to talk to someone that I like. Yeah. That was really awkward for me. But you, like, as a good wingman, and even more so than just, like, like that, that uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, perceived, like, what people would perceive as wingman work. You were, like, behind the scenes, like, trying to get my confidence up and tell me, like, yeah. dude, she likes you, you're Which good. I think is very under, like, understated as an, an important aspect of wingmanism. Yeah, like humanity. I think sort of the the prep work behind, you know, the conversations. So like talking to your bro or whatever, and mm-hmm. or like you know, wingman for another girl. Like you tell her like, uh, like you have this, like you got this. Like tell them this story and like knowing, if like for example with Bree and Seth, I knew Bree was in a sport, so so I could you know suggest that he bring that up, or I knew what shows she liked. So I'm like, hey, you should suggest that y'all watch this on Netflix. And then, you know, which could be problematic down the line because the perceived, um, you know, interest might be a little bit different because she's like, I thought you liked these shows, but maybe not. But, I mean, in the short term, it definitely worked out. Yeah. And the sports definitely was, like, the big thing that hit it off for me because I was like, that's what, like, really got us – uh, able to talk to each other like yeah. just as people and not just people who like each other kind of thing but yeah but to answer joel's question about how do you handle that i mean with that situation the couple that i think you're th- talking about they were together for a while yeah so i don't i don't know yeah. with Bree and Seth, like he said after those first initial encounters that i sort of left them alone they developed the capacity to talk to each other if they've been dating for a while and they can't talk to each other I don't know what is going on. <laughs> and I mean, it might also be one of those things where they're both just really good friends with you, and that's just naturally how it comes out, because maybe they hang out more than they hang out with yeah. you, and so it's just like they both want to catch up. I don't know. That might be part of it. Yeah. Uh, 
what would you change about the way people date? Like, we're thinking specifically in America, but you've also been abroad. So you've seen yeah. people on dates or whatever in Spain and France or Wait, wherever Corey, else. where have you been abroad? Um, I've been to London, Morocco, a uh, couple weeks in Spain, a couple weeks in France, uh, Portugal for a little bit. And I think that, that's all. Wowie. Okay. Go. Continue. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so one thing that I think is internationally prevalent is how little you base going on dates on, right? <laughs> so you can like just meet somebody and perceive like a physical a physical attraction and then go off that, which I don't think is super problematic, but the whole like Tinder sort of style of mm-hmm. dating where it's like, all right, this is a bio. And to me, I mean, personally, if you can describe yourself in like 30 characters and that'd be an accurate depiction of who you are, you're probably not somebody who's like, I want to like pursue. But I mean, when I, I say that to say, I think dating is better when you are, friends or have already established a rapport and that way you don't have this weird situation of how do we talk to each other because I said you were cute and that's all I have you know so I sort of wish that there was a little bit more depth to dating Um, I mean not not saying that you should be super deep and talking about all of your like I don't know secrets and things or whatever on the first date but I think relationships based in, all right, they have a personality that I really like. For example, one of the girls I dated in uh, college was, we had class together and we hung out and we would study together and that was the base of our relationship. Then we hung out a couple more times and then we started dating instead of like the first day of class. I'm like, oh, there's a hot girl in my class and I just start dating her. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and I think a lot of times it's that second situation where you just see them and you're like, oh, I want to date them. It's like, I don't know. And I feel like dating as a whole, especially, I mean, like on Union's campus and outside is a lot more based in just like sexual attraction, which it shouldn't be as much that. I mean, it should be partially that. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it should be part sexual attraction, but you don't need to just do it purely based off that. And I think that's what a lot of it is across the board, wherever Mm -hmm. you go. Agree. Totally agree. Thumbs up. Retweet. Mm-hmm. Um, any input on that, guys? Or am I moving on to the next one? I would just say, as someone who doesn't update my social media that much anymore, and I used to do it a lot, um, but I know, Liz, you too, you're not on social media so much, so I, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around the idea of something like Tinder where you're putting up sort of this framed image of you and you're like, all right, this is me. You either want to date me or you don't. Yeah. Like, if someone just looked at my social media and that's how they base their decision, like, maybe, yeah. ooh. And, like... Yeah. Well, I I hate Tinder. I hate it. I, I want to get rid of it completely. Um, also, I don't know how more people don't get killed that way. But anyway. Have you been on Tinder? Gosh, no. Okay. Uh, somebody tried to make it. I like almost like throat punched a girl last year who Ooh. tried to like make oh, a no. Tinder for me as like a joke. And I was like, swear, you put my picture anywhere on there, like you will die. Um, Yeet. But and I meant that like sixty percent more seriously than anybody thought that I did. But um. Actual dragon. <laughs> actual yes. Um, but like. Like, Samuel, whenever, he just randomly added me on Snapchat, which was, like, the most, like, just, like, not me kind of way to, like, talk to me, which is what's so funny that, like, we even ended up together. And, like, we joke about it all the time that he's, like, I literally slid into your DMs. And I was, like, okay, but kind of, yeah. But, like, it wasn't in, like, a, 
Hey, shoddy, how you doing? Way. Like, you're kind of cute, kind of. Hey, little oh, mama, let me whisper in you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, it wasn't uh. like that at all. <laughs> that just made me nauseated. But, like, <laughs> the, like, the way that, I don't know, he, like, because that was, a, he didn't have my phone number or anything. So he couldn't. Did you know him? I mean, I knew I knew him. Like, I knew of him. Um, we were in elementary school together, too. So, like, we had, like, uh. known I did not know that. Yes, our moms used to drop us off to, like, oh second grade together. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I knew of him. He just, like added me on Snapchat randomly and then started like talking to me but he was very the thing that I liked about him was that it didn't revolve around like just Snapchat me like he was pretty quickly like hey give me your number and then the minute I gave him my number he called me like he picked up the phone and called me and we talked on the phone for like four hours so like it did it started with just like I said why did you add me on Snapchat and he was like because I heard that you were really nice and I thought you were pretty and I was like oh so like, Sol- solid reasons. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, that works. But, like, you know, he didn't, like, decide to date me until we had talked for, like, three months. And How do you feel about like, him calling you? I think that's interesting. I was going to ask, what was his reason for calling you? Like, what was the, okay, now I have an excuse. Do you remember Hey, that? I want to talk. He didn't need one, which was, was so great. He just called me, and he was like, it was literally probably, like, 11 o'clock at night, and I usually go to bed at, like, 9. Yo, that just I just thought that's so much because in this day and age, a call is so much. You know, I like, know. texting or some type of digital communication is the main thing so calling is like right now unless it's like my parents calling me nobody calls me because that's such a i don't know an intense level of communication because it's you it's constant communication because it's not like a text you can respond later or you can Mm -hmm. think of something funny like i don't know Calling is like Whatever high stress. Whatever they say, you have to respond to like immediately. You have to have so a You can't pause. You <laughs> That's not weird. even my issue. My issue is like if I don't have something specific to talk about, I have nothing to talk about. Yeah. So it's like I call you and it's like, hey. So how are you? <laughs> And that's usually how I am too, or like I usually just don't talk on the phone at all unless it's my mom. And even then, I'm like, okay, well, bye, love you, I'll see you tomorrow, you know, yeah. like whatever. But um, Samuel, like we had we had texted a little bit because like like via Snapchat, we would like message each other, Snapchat each other for like a couple days. So like it wasn't long at all. Wow. And then he just like picked up the phone and called me, and I was like, bold move. Like I answered the phone, and yeah. I was like, this was bold, man. Like this was pretty, like just okay, yeah, okay, that's what yeah. I'm I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, but like I, I liked it. Like that made me more like attracted him more. to him. Wow, like, how did he keep the conversation going, dude? Did you just hear him on the phone? Like he's phenomenal at phone conversations. He's so good. Like he's God. there's never an awkward moment with that dude on the phone, and if there is, then he points it out, and then you just start laughing. Um, I want you to know if wow. you guys break up, um, I'm swooping in. Uh, for Samuel, Samuel. Or to Samuel. clarify, yeah. yeah, no, it's okay. You, yeah, I, I'll be across the country if, or no, the world if that happens. I told him I would like be in like New Zealand, probably have like changed my name and just be like at some bar somewhere, like with a non-alcoholic drink. As I'm like, well, I used to have a heart, but now there's just a sucking void there where there once dwelled one, and then like cry. But anyway, Will you wow, be a switch? what a writer. <laughs> 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 I will be playing a Switch, actually, um, but a different Switch so that I wouldn't have this friend code on my Switch. Oh. But anyway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, she's going. Tra- anyway, anyway, the point of all of that. Um, yeah, no, I really, really liked that he, like, picked up the phone and called me because I'm, like, that showed that he wasn't just, like, I don't, he was being for he real was about it. it was he was seriously, like, mm-hmm. pursuing me. He wasn't just, like, maybe this will go somewhere. Maybe, no, like, he had, like, he was, like, no, if we're going to do this, let's do it. Like, I'm going to call you on the phone and I'm going to make you, like, 
have to respond to me immediately kind oh, of thing. Wow. And, I like that. Voice language. <laughs> Sometimes I like to be handled. I would just say, I like I applaud Samuel because everything I know about you, like I just feel like you would not pick up. Like it's an hour past your bedtime. You're like just done for the day, but you're like, okay. And he stayed on the phone for four hours. Like that's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy for me because I'm not, I'm not a phone right. conversation person. I'm not a conversation person. I'm especially oh, wow. at 11 o'clock at night. Well, I mean, I am, but like 11, 930 hits and I'm like, I'm off, I'm out, I'm off grid. Nobody talked to me for the next like 12 hours. And I don't know why I, I mean, I do know why I answered because I thought it was cute, but I was like, okay, whatever. Hey. So I was going to say, I think you answering the phone call and it turning out as well as it did is an indication of how good it was going at that stage. I mean, yeah, it was because I thought he was funny. He was really, you know, so like there was already kind of that like little crackle of like, you know, like. This will probably work, but what if it doesn't? But let's see. So, like, I answered the phone kind of thing, and then we ended up just talking forever. And my mom even, like, my room is, you know, paper-thin walls. Like, my parents can hear everything in my house. And, like, my mom could hear me on the phone in her room, and it's, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And she was like, this isn't my kid. Like, what's going on? Like, Yeah, and she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is so huge for her. And it was, but, like, it worked out so well with him just, like, kicking in the door and being like, all right, like, Let's just talk and have a conversation and get to know each other, not through text messages. Okay, Sam. Our okay. boy, Sam. Amen. <laughs> and yeah. along those lines comes question number three. What makes somebody dateable for you specifically? Um, dateable. question. Mm, there's <coughs> a <available>. lot of compatibility. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's a lot of compatibility <laughs> things that I think about. Probably personality wise, I feel like I have a very strong personality that yeah. you either get along with or you don't. Yes. Like I also am flexible, but somebody that I would date, like she would have to be like right there, like with me in terms of like humor. It has to be there. Um, she has to be social because I'm so social. And I, I don't say I hate those couples, but I hate to think about being one of those couples who, like, one of them is at a party, and it's like, oh, where's your girlfriend or where's your boyfriend? And they're like, oh, she didn't want to come. She'd rather stay at home. And I'm just like, I just feel like that's weird. Yeah. yeah. I, I just feel like there's this weird... At least weird take one for the team and, like, go out with them yeah. for a couple hours. If yeah. yeah. Uh, that's and the I, thing. Like, you can, like, uh, what's the word? Compromise? Compromise? Yeah. yeah. I was just about to say, I can word. see the, <laughs> all right, some nights we stay in and watch Netflix, and sometimes some nights you come with me to parties or whatever. But... I don't or know. do both on the same. Yeah, I was night. gonna say, like, show up to a party for like an hour. Yep, yeah. that's yeah. my and favorite thing home. is to make eye contact with Samuel when we're at any social event and be like, "You good? You you ready? You ready? Let's let's leave." Like, I love doing that with random people. <laughs> that, <I'm not laughs> Honestly, that's just my favorite part of any social outing is when you know you're ready to go. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably a big part of it. So the humor, the socialness, and then just like somebody who has well developed ideas and stances on things, mm-hmm. uh, especially now in this really political age and things like that and we don't necessarily have to agree is the thing right Corey, you're describing me <laughs> and we're making significant eye contact okay. <laughs> anything no but it's one of those things where we don't have to agree i just need you to have an opinion and i don't know i guess that's one of my pet peeves is when people don't have an opinion on things we don't like we don't have to be both the same political alignment we don't have to have the same uh, views. I mean, most things. Mm-hmm. But you need to feel something. I just hate when people say, I don't think about it. About stuff. Yep. <clears throat> like, 
that's just I feel like that's a big turnoff to me. I don't know, so like socially conscious maybe. I don't know. You gotta feel something. You gotta think something. Um, like music taste, I care about, but that's not a deal breaker. Um, athleticism and things like that. And I mean, of course, looks. I'm not gonna be that guy who's like, I don't care at all about looks. It's beauty's only skin deep. Like, like no. initially, for sure. Like you yeah. can't say that that wasn't one of the primary factors that drew for you sure, in for at sure. First. Yeah, I, I think it's healthy to talk about that as well. Seth is over here, y'all, gesturing at himself. Like and the he's really, dances that are going on. Yeah, he's really trying out here. He's really fishing. <laughs> and I, I don't want to turn you down on this podcast, so I'm going to wait till afterwards. But I, I can just, live with that. That's not a no yet. <laughs> it's not a no yet. <laughs> you still guys. got time, Seth. <laughs> if you somehow change my mind. <laughs> he, he won't change my mind. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but I, I tend to think that I'm not very picky. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm not with anybody now probably because of my standards. So maybe I am picky. <laughs> I've been told I'm picky. I've been told that. You're very I, picky. I would not call you picky. Okay. But you have high standards, so it's like this hard, I don't know. Joel, you're picky down to somebody's name. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Which I totally commend. Thanks, Liz. Oh, Joel, why are you the way you are? <laughs> I appreciate it. I the. The girls that Joel has dated that I've been able to meet. Mm-hmm. Very one, important distinction. <laughs> I have liked and I got along. I'm not going to name anybody, but you know the one that I, I got along with and we hung out and oh, stuff. Yeah. I think I remember you saying, and make sure I get this quote right, if you guys break up, I'm staying friends with her. <laughs> I, Which here I, you I'm are pretty sure I remember podcast, saying that boy. at Starbucks. And we went to Petco afterwards, so I'm pretty sure I remember exactly when I said that. But yeah, it it that didn't happen. Luckily, you were able to win me over. But she was she was really cool, y'all. You should follow her on Instagram. I'm not gonna tell you who she is, but if you if what you if you find her, you, you should follow her on Instagram. <laughs> Wait, Will you tell me? Never later. mind. Never mind. I'm not gonna ask that question. <laughs> no, I'll tell you later. Yeah, but Joel Joel is picky, but I mean, he's also dated more than me, so I don't yeah. know. That doesn't necessarily also, Well, here's mean the thing. The more you date, the more picky you tend to get. So are we are we segueing into the round table yes. right now? Yeah. Okay. Can you I ha- I think I know my own answer to this, but I'm going to ask anyway cuz I need help. Do you think that you can break up mm-hmm. and get back together and still be successful? No. No. You really think no? I like I really no. think no. Like, no no I caveats, no what-ifs, or... I guess the only caveat I can really think of is if you've, like, grown so much that you're almost a completely different person. <laughs> okay. What if, you, what if you think, hypothetically, that they've grown so much, and then there's a lot I of the same I think versus problems. they have, because that means they haven't, and it's not going to work well, out how do again. Well, how do you know the difference between what you think and what is actually happening? Uh, how it plays out in real life. Well, how well do you, you wouldn't know, know you until you do that it. Until you start dating them. You say you don't know if they've changed. You can't know if they've changed unless you give them another try. How much time am I giving them to prove it? That's another that, question. This is a you question. This is a question and again, you. so much of this is context. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying I would have to, like, be there for a good while until, like, in my mind, like, I have seen you check off the boxes of so this you was what was wrong. With, this was the issue that we had before and check these boxes that these are no longer problems that you have yeah i don't know i would have said i was i was sitting here thinking about it i would have said no and any like 
boyfriend that I've ever had, I've been like, hey, I don't do that like breakup makeup game at all. Like, yes, if we break girl. up, if you tell me that we're breaking up or you quote quote need a break, then that means that you don't like me anymore. And like, what yes. the so heck is break that? equals so breakup. Yeah. Yes. So you so you don't do time apart. You don't do no. time to think. None of that no. stuff. No, you work through it, or it breaks yeah, down entirely. Yeah, you work through it. Like if you need time to think, if you need to go think about something, then if you need time away from me, hopefully, if you need to think about something, you can bring it to me. Okay. Or like I get needing to be like, hey, I'm going to think about this for a little bit, and I'll get back to you. Samuel and I do that all the time about stuff, but it's never been a question of our relationship or like. I see what you're saying. But you know, it's been like I personally want to think about this. And then I'm going to come back to you in, like, a week and tell you what I think. But, like, it, it was never, like, we might break up over this kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so, but I was with a guy one time that, like, we had been kind of, I don't even know if we were officially together. That's still a very good question. I don't know. Um, we were, like, together, but were we? Um, and then, <sighs> yeah, see, this is why I don't do this, though, anymore. Um but, like, then I kind of had, like, a fling with another dude, and then I ended up going back to dude number one. Um, whatever. It so, is it, like, it di- unintentionally it happened, and then after it happened, I was like, So it That was a, no. on the technicality you did it. So, you weren't officially together, so it's okay that you did like it? Like, we weren't officially together. So, then, like, he, but in my brain, like, we were pretty much together, and I thought that we were going to be officially together. And then it turned out he had had, like, a fling or whatever, whatever, whatever. But he wasn't like culpable because y'all weren't official. Yeah, and then he was like, well, we weren't technically official. And I was like, okay, but you told me you wanted to marry me. And that's kind of, you know, Ooh. like, that feels official. And then, like, Too but early. then that whole Too time, early. like, he was, like, totally, I guess, like, being with other girls or whatever. And then I was like, okay, fine. So then, like, I had, a like, a three-week fling with somebody. And then I was like, this isn't how I roll. And then um, ended up getting back with with that dude so um i don't know and then we were like officially together after that and then it still didn't work out so like yep. i but it, but it probably shouldn't have ever been a second thing because it yep. didn't work out the first time and so in mine it was we're not quite official but like i have so um, much to say about his thing but i'm just gonna you can say what you want and well i'm the editor so i can go through like I mean, we might leave it. I'm, we'll see That's how I'm true. feeling on edit day. That's true. What do you got to say? Oh, so? no. <laughs> Look, man, all I'm saying about your situation is that both of you understood that you liked each other. Right. You actually took the steps to make it an official thing. Right. And not only did she not give you a response, mm-hmm. but she like actively went out of her way to be ugly about it. And that, to me, yeah, is... So problematic because you had given her a gift, which she then re-gifted to somebody else. Well, that's oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> He's Don't, not done. Mm, He's no, not no, done. no, 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 um, But the thing is, even during that time, because you were telling her like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna let you have time to think about it since you don't have an answer right mm-hmm. now for me." And you gave her how long was it? Like, it was like a month, I think. It was like a month. Yeah, it was. A, it was and a some while. change, I think. Um, Maybe like five weeks. Yeah, know. something like that. Change. <laughs> but the thing is, you gave her that long to think about it. First of all, she needed that much time to think about it after having already had however long y'all were a thing, not a thing. Right. And then you came to her at the end of that after, was that before or after she gave the regifted? 
Uh, that was before, I think. I'm okay. not sure. The timeline, it's one of those things where the more I tried to clarify on the timeline, before and after a bunch of different things happened, the more confused and frustrated I would get. Because either A, she didn't have it straight in her head, or B, mm-hmm. it wasn't serious mm-hmm. enough for her to actually like take the time and give me clarity. In which case, asking the answer. questions just made me more agitated. A, a right. hallmark of college dating um, and I wouldn't even, I don't really think it's as bad in high school, and you could argue with me, it probably is, but is relationship ambiguity. Hmm. And that's the whole like, well, we were dating or we were doing stuff, right? Not at Union, we don't do that, but <clears throat> you know, like doing stuff or like just saying, like, well, we weren't in the dating stage and we weren't official or we weren't exclusive or we weren't, and there's all this like red tape and people not wanting to commit on both sides or or like unilaterally one person is just like, well, I never said. And I think that's a huge problem that we have. And we're probably like answering that question earlier about changing dating culture. But I do specifically think it plays college age daters more. I'm still, I still want to fight about that kind of thing. Cause I'm like, if y'all, if, if nobody asked anyone out, then y'all ain't dating. You like, really not like the situation that I was in. Like, yeah, no, you, you I like that's the kind of thing that, that makes me very mad. Because if the dude's just gonna pussyfoot around and like not ask you out, then he he has no reason to be upset at anybody. And like, well, it's just some people. Well, it's just some people will feel like even if we don't make it official, we've been doing this thing where we're flirting, we're hanging out. It's not like common law marriage. It's like we're doing all the <laughs> dating things. So. You know, I, I think it's somewhat reasonable to think, all right, well, I mean, we've been doing this so long, it's sort of understood that... Which is dangerous. I mean, yeah. It's super dangerous. Just as, like, thinking about the future together when you're not there yet mm-hmm. for a long time. Like, a prolonged... Like, you're saturated in... People don't plans. talk. People don't communicate right. about that stuff. And yeah, I think dangerous. one person could be thinking, oh, well, we're dating, it's been going well, and the other person's like, this has been fun hanging out with... Yeah, that's know, my thing. Out with like, her. If you... If you won't ask that person out, then you don't care enough. To so you're, like you're saying they're just wasting time. And that, okay, yes. to be fair to her, like from my end, that's something that just like the majority of high school, I was just like all over the place. Like yes. I was the kind of guy that had a membership to like all different sorts of social groups, but I didn't want to stay in one. Like I would just kind of go uh, in and be like, hey, and like high five people and leave. You know what I mean? I was the guy walking on the side of the road going to the restaurants. I'm not giving you a free pass. I'm not saying that right. she was 100% the only person in, at fault. Right. I think so often because people don't communicate about problems mm-hmm. and like what Liz talked about earlier where if one of us has an issue, we should talk to the other about it. But I have a friend who he was staying with this girl for six years. Oh. Six years. And I think what happened was she had sort of decided that she wasn't happy and that she was you know, trying to get out of the relationship. And she had already mourned them breaking up and everything for the latter, the last part of the relationship. So they broke up, and it's completely new to him. He's thinking, this is going great. We've been together so long. This that is amazing. That is a big thing. Yeah. The processing by yourself, because the catalyst moment, like, in between all the thinking, on one side, she's thinking about why you need to break up, why it's not working. And you're with her in that process, even though you don't know it. And then once she breaks up with you, you begin that process. I think and that's the saddest gone. thing. And she's she's a couple weeks later trying to pick up another relationship because mm-hmm. she's she's already going, going through the whole grief process. She was going through the motions the last six months of the relationship. So for her, it's not a big deal versus he's like freshly single, 
especially thinking about the even concept of going forward in life without her when up until that moment mm-hmm. he was thinking of him and her together. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. That's why, like, it, like, people say that communication is key, but on the real, like, you've got to just, be like, honest. Yeah. yeah, be so honest, like, even whenever you're, like, fighting with each other or, like, anything, like, or even whenever, like, you can't, sometimes I can't even say why I'm upset about something, I, and I just have to sit there awkwardly for, like, 15 minutes and, you know, it's fine. Like, take that time. Like, just be, or just, you know, say, I have no idea why. Hang on. Let me think about it. But l- let's put a pin in it, and we're going to come back to it later. Because, like, that really ticked me off. Or, like, you know, that really upset me or something. Like, you absolutely have to. And you can't just, like, think that, well, this isn't going to get any better. Like you said, and then it's like, okay, well, she was already broken up in her mind. So, like, mm-hmm. she's going to, like, well, it's not going to, you know, he's not going to understand. This isn't going to go anywhere. So this is basically over. And then, like, start grieving. Because I think a lot of us have the, like innate reaction to just start doing that because we're just pessimistic people and we're like there's no way this is going to solve itself like you know and then you just and i have the tendency to do that and you know there are times whenever i have to step back and be like whoa what like what am i doing there's no i haven't even talked to him about this i haven't even you know talked to myself about this so and i think you have to both want to have those conversations and know that they're going to be hard but you're both going to grow from it like okay why are we upset why are you upset like you were saying because Otherwise, we're not going to get over this. Like, if it comes up again and we're both just shoving it under the rug, how are we going to process? How are we going to handle it? There's a, I feel like there's a lack of communication competence that causes these problems. I mean, they were living together, for crying out loud. This wasn't just like a casual dating thing. Um, So, I don't know. I feel like with, like you said, it's, it's hard. I think it takes a lot out of us, but that's why I think... When people get older, you ever see like a, a 35-year-old date somebody and they end up having a relationship. You're like, they just not have any problems. They just date and they start dating, they get married or whatever. I think it's because once you're at that age, you know, out of you know, your 20s, then you know what makes you unhappy. And I feel like you, you are better equipped to talk about it as well because then you're less likely to settle or just like get roped into something. Like you talked about social pressure and stuff like that earlier like your family's pressuring you to get in these relationships and things like that and all this stuff is playing a part so you don't want to talk about stuff but then you get fed up and then you just break up but you're right joel like they have to be willing to talk about it too like the other person has to be willing to open up or just listen to you open up even if they're not ready to open up themselves they have to be ready to like receive you when you open up because if they're not then that that's a telltale sign that like that's just not gonna work then because they don't they don't care Mm-hmm. So what are our answers to the roundtable question? What was the roundtable question, Liz? Can you get back with your ex? Can you get back with your ex? <laughs> no. Hard hell no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. I'm poss- possibly... Yeah, okay. maybe, maybe circumstantial, Change but that no so quick. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, like, <laughs> I like, want to say, I want to say maybe, but like, I'm hopeful. I'm a romantic man. Like, maybe there's still a uh, hope. But anyway, I'm I very like much a, a redemption story, but also you can't change your answer. <laughs> <laughs> As, uh, Corey, I just think it's just super circumstantial because I've broken up with girls before that the the one that I'm thinking about is with somebody else now. But if she weren't. I think we could work better now than we did then. I agree. Still a weird pairing. Oh. <laughs> Not you and her. Her and the guy. The she's sweetest with girl. Such a weird. Who is the sweetest Y'all boy? Just <laughs> chill out. Where is she? <laughs> Make her listen to this. Seth <laughs> is leaving the studio. He'll be right back. 
I don't know. I'm literally writing a book right now called Chasing Redemption, though, and it literally is a redemption story. So, like, I say, like, no, but then I thought about it, and I was like, wait, actually, <laughs> there, yes. So, I... Nope. Never mind. Yeah. Absolutely maybe. not. It has to be... We, I think we, there's, 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 there's an there's opportunity redemption. there. Yeah. This is a story. Is this... Could... I mean... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I, I respect your opinion and I understand it. I just respectfully disagree. We're gonna I lock respectfully in disagree. A solid maybe. I feel like I feel like all, over I feel, overall. If you just put it all in a blender and it's this meal supplement of an answer. Maybe with I, an under an undertaste really of no. Like Said, no. I feel like your your it's at the bottom. It's like collecting. Coming, There's like berry chunks. The crumblies. I feel like your answer is coming from a place of. Regret and hurt from your personal experience. I have you never dated close an enough ex. to the mic, Corey. I, I'm looking at how I'm yeah. loud enough, but I know you haven't dated an ex. But I'm saying your decision to not is coming from the circumstances surrounding your breakups. Do you feel like that's at all fair? I don't know because I've had the like I don't date exes rule for a long time. This is bias right there. That's bias. You had the, you had the rule, so you just had to. You, you're not even thinking about it. I mean, the thing is, like, I like if I think that somebody would be good for somebody else, even if they've dated before, I would be like, yeah, I think they're good for you, and you guys need to get back together. Also, wait, what? Like, I'm saying, go back if, and say that again. If I thought that, if I thought that oh, someone okay. was good for somebody else, then they need to get back together. But the thing is. My the way that I think about it is that if you broke up, something was fundamentally wrong with you two being together. And unless one of you fundamentally changes, then that relationship is doomed to okay, fail. Okay, okay. So you have you're in. Let me make sure I'm getting this right. You are placing faith in the reason for the initial breakup that yes. it was. So you think it, it was held a right enough decision. gravity yeah. that you guys went separate ways and said we're okay, never dating again. Yeah. So that should be enough to convince you that you shouldn't come back. But what if it was something external? Is my thing. So all these Hallmark movies where they dated in high school and then they she went off to live in New York and he stayed and worked on the farm and then she moves back home because her granddad was sick so they only broke up because she wanted to pursue her career now that she's changed could they could they rekindle that fire what was what was the last thing you said before they can rekindle the fire if she she changed her she, she changed <laughs> Well, it was mainly it was a proximity thing, though. It wasn't I. So, but like, that was you don't believe people can change. Thing, is that the proximity thing was a fundamental like problem with the relationship? But once that problem's gone, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I think but, I get what he's saying. Okay, I'm gonna play devil's advocate now. Okay, Please. sorry. But then it's like okay, but if you guys really love because like if you really really loved each other. Dude, there are couples that are living across the world from each other. They're just Skyping every night and mm. writing freaking letters to each that's other. An, mm. And it's hard, but, but that's they're also doing it because they love each other. Very few people can do long distance. And I'm like, for instance, I can do long distance. That's fine. But I've done long distance with someone who absolutely could never do long distance in her life. And I think it just is dependent on the two people. Like, if you can do long distance, that's great. That's good. Like, go for it if you can. But there are also people where I'm like, you, if you're going to try to be in a long-distance relationship, you should just not be in a Well, I think it it, go, it comes back to, like, your love languages and things like that. Because if you're a person who's, like, quality time and physical touch are your two main strongest love languages, 
long distance is not the move versus if all it is is like words of affirmation or gifts or something like that i can order you a pizza from anywhere in the world words of affirmation, so baby. i mean it just it it really depends and i just take it i like i agree with that it takes a special type of person to have a long distance relationship like you do that and i don't know how you do because i because words of uh, but it <laughs> makes me really sad. <laughs> but okay, like you yeah. know, yeah, it makes me sad. But like, it's still never enough that I would want to like break up with him over it. It's like we'll just figure it out, man. Yeah. It can be such a sweet testimony to the power of your love at the end of the gap, like the long distance, because you can look back at the well, letters and you can remember like the distance that you, you know, should not take for granted now that you're together in one spot, and you can be like, oh, sure. look at how long we waited for each other. But it's markedly temporary, right? You know how temporary it is because the thing keeping you away is you're in college and he's also in college. Yeah. So y'all are both in college. You know that as soon as you guys get out, y'all are going to move somewhere together, right? So even then, if you're just like long distance and you don't like, like Corey put words in your mouth. Well, no, I'm, you're right. no. <laughs> I'm just saying I just know people who when it's like I don't know when they'll be back. Uh, it's just one of those things where. So like when girl. Trace, or chases her career. Sorry, we're going like really over time here. Um, when girl chases her career, that's my that's my question. I don't even know which side of the fence I'm on here. Um, but so like you know, does she not love him enough? But maybe their relationship wasn't mature enough yet for that question. Yeah, mark? I think so who you are why? as people also determines it. I, I'm the, I'm the type that there is, and this is where Seth will probably disagree with me, especially for people dating at younger ages. I think there's an inherent amount of growth that occurs with time yes. right you you're gonna experience stuff that makes you more mature as a po- person you become more competent in communication you become more resilient more patient more kind uh more understanding even if it, it might not be a ton more but those are traits that you naturally get that will make your relationship more viable a second time that's why that's i encourage all of my friends to date someone who's 21 years old or older what if they're less than 21 what if they're 17 <laughs> Why are you asking? <laughs> <laughs> um, what? I, I'm, just, oh, I'm just saying, one of my closest friends actually is, is eight. She's 18. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she work, I work with her. And yeah. She's, oh, yeah. And she's coming hey, to me up, for bro? advice and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell her to just date an older guy. Right. Well, here's the thing. I would tell the older guy not to date her. Well, like, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, that's what you're saying because she's younger. Cause 17 she's is just young enough where it's just like, that's creepy. Okay. Well, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just thinking <laughs> oh, about that like, was just a number. 18. You hit a 18, little better. 19, 20, 21, and even 22. Like those are like years of massive growth as a person. Like you're going through a lot of changes in your life, and you're going to change and figure out a lot of who you are that you didn't know about. Does I don't know if you can sh- prescribe that to everyone though, because like my sister is one of the most mature people I know, and she's like what 17. Does it matter what you're yeah. doing? So like instead of just like. 21 or 20 or whatever doesn't matter like once you get out of college or before you go to college or you know are those the markers i think those have some help but i think most of it is just the age because it's about the development of like your brain and stuff like that like you hit a certain age and you're kind of who you're going to be for the rest of your life you think before that you can't rely on it i'm not saying (laughs) you absolutely can't rely on it i'm just saying it's not a good idea to <laughs> I was 17 and he was 23. <laughs> uh whenever this dude this dude kissed me. He was like 22, 23 and I was 17. The dude that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And well, uh wait, the guy who you were in the weird sort yeah, of relationship with? Weird, and that's why it got weird because he kissed me when we weren't dating, just like he And you were 17 and he was 23. Yeah. That's statutory rape. <laughs> it, 
It is not. <laughs> I looked it up shortly after. Um, but we were like really close friends, so there was that too. There was like the fact that we had like we knew each other for like a long time, and we mm-hmm. were. Is he a church guy, church friend? No. Oh, okay. No, cool. I mean he goes to church, but we weren't like a church friend or anything like that. Like he yeah. was actually friends with my brother. <clears throat> <clears throat> Whoops. So yeah. like you know. Um, yeah. That's how we like knew each other, but we had like we had spent literally every day together being friends. So then it didn't feel like we were that like different in age because. Yeah, I mean I'm not judging. I mean the age thing. I think especially the older you get matters so much less. Like if I told you that like, my parents are five years apart, you'd be like, oh okay. Yeah. Was that was that weird to you? Like when that was developing, was that something that you were always conscious of? Like oh wow, we're we have this six year gap or. No, like I was a little bit conscious of it in the beginning, but the more that we were friends and the closer we became, it was like, no, not at all. I just felt like he was one of my like really good friends, but I, you know, I spent more time with him than I spent with like any of my normal friends, like, so it didn't really feel that weird at all. And then whenever we were like a thing, I was like, because I thought my <laughs> my brother might not be cool with that, you know, yeah. so like that was the thing. But like, was I, he, was he cool with it after you he know, found out? I don't, I still don't really know <laughs> to this day. That was like three years ago. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I, like, I guess it, it's a case by case thing, I think, maybe. I think, and I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say you were a very mature 17 year old Liz. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> but also. <I> was homeschooled. <laughs> Oof. What's Ooh, your does that make I it better th- or worse? I, I'm not sure. Seth? Um. I don't, I don't know. It's like yeah, I don't think homeschooling versus public schooling is a fair assessment. I was I forgot That's during true. that time I was I was homeschooled and then like two and then I went to public school. Anyway, okay, that's irrelevant. Because like I for instance, both. I was public schooled and I am still like emotionally <laughs> hampered from oh. like <laughs> oh no <so>. <laughs> from like moving forward with a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, for sure. And then there are people who are homeschooled and they can move forward fine. But then mm-hmm. on the flip side. You have people who are public schooled and can move forward fine, and people who are homeschooled and suck at socialization. Well, I think it, it just, just it really it has to do with your experience, and yeah. the, I feel like the more you date, the more you're capable of doing dating well, like to date well, you know. Versus some people, especially it, it, you know, there's also something to say about the nature of those relationships, of course. But if you dated a couple of times, like Joel's learned a lot, right? He's probably I would learned hope more so. than me. Versus the relationship I don't know that, that I had. That much, actually. I've learned some stuff. I would like to think that. I've learned. I'd I like think, to. <laughs> and I think that what I haven't learned from my relationships, I think some other people have just because I talk a lot and yeah. I'm an oral processor. And I know I've learned from my friends that have dated yeah. and like had a variety yeah. of experiences. So I know it's not the same thing, but. I just also hear you talk sometimes and I'm like, I don't know that he learned his actual lesson. <laughs> No, give us give us the listener question. Yeah. It tied into what yeah. Liz was talking about. Yes. We're it's moving on. So long. Okay. So our listener question today is from a Bradley Stone King. Oh, gosh. And he asks, Wingtips, what do you do if you like a girl, but you know her younger sister likes you? How do you navigate this practically? Oh, this is so funny. This happened to Clark. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it did happen to cute. Clark. And then he just went and married the sister. <laughs> anyway, Liz. You send your question into a podcast. You have the podcast read it with your name, and then you have the sister listen to it. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> they call that the zinger. So he's done all he can do at this point. Right. Now you just send the link. <laughs> no context. You're, you're welcome, Bradley. <laughs> just, tell her, just tell her to skip to 
timestamp. Yeah, put a timestamp here. Don't listen to anything that I'm saying, actually. Put a timestamp here afterwards. Uh, and the answer for me is, I don't know, Joel? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say... Um, that's hard, because so like the example you gave with Clark's situation... It turned out okay, and, like, even during the wedding, she toasted and was like, so that was awkward for me. Like, it was just something that they all knew was a thing, and they moved past, and now it's a part of them all getting to know each other. I think that, did they? It was part of the wedding toast. Well, when I say get past, I mean it's not, like, this strange tension that's keeping anybody from getting to know anybody else any better. I think it depends solely on one thing, and that's the viability of the relationship with the younger one, right? So, if like, with Clark's situation, she's fairly younger right. and it wasn't likely that she would have had a chance with Clark in the first place right. due to serious various things but but what do you if do? it was like twin sisters or like a sister who's like a year younger who y'all all hung out in a group and it's reasonable that you could date either one i the my tendency my instinct would be to just avoid the whole thing like <laughs> i'm sorry you like her, and honestly, she may be the one for you, but you got to take that L on this one because that would be <laughs> so bad. Or maybe wait it out, but you can't you can't act on it while she still likes you. Have you seen the anime, The Pet Girl of Sakurazao? Yes. No. Y- you have? Uh, yes. Oh, awesome. I've seen all the anime. This is a totally, this I've is a Sheen and Misaki anime. and Fuko situation right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you this were, is what's yes, going on. Like the For those of us that don't anime. I only certain animes. I would just like to point. If that it's out. a rom com anime, I've seen it. Perfect. Okay, we'll talk about My Little Monster. <laughs> a little fact about set. Um, but okay, like in the in the anime, the older except it was kind of like a anyway. The older sister, they're like two sisters, and the one is like two years younger, and the guy um, dates the older sister, but he's really in love with the younger sister. And he dates the older sister basically because he knows that it'll look weird if he dates the younger one because I think he's at this time he's like four years older than her or something and they're kind mm-hmm. of like in middle school, high school, so he knows that it would like look weird. Mm-hmm. But they're like friend. It's not like creepy. It's yeah, not but creepy. it's just like you said. So the situation isn't that she likes the younger one likes him and that he he the likes the older one likes him. The older one likes him and he likes the young one, but he just dates the older he one. He dates the older one and like but then so the, society. Yeah, but yeah. the older one is like. Okay, like they end up breaking up because she's like, I know you really like my, my sister. sister. Yeah. And Does like, I'm he then date the sister? I have. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, do I say if he dates the sister? Yeah, right? I have you to know. Said he alert. marries the sister. That's crazy. Yes. That is so crazy. But it's so good. It's so good. Watch the Curacao. Anyway. I would say Bradley. <laughs> Before you approach this situation, make sure you know which one you like. Please. Oh, I think he does. Please. Because also, Hopefully. I have a cousin who dated two brothers at different times, obviously. But, like, the dinner table conversation was, it was just weird. Like, no matter how you ended things with the other relationship, don't even think about entertaining Because you're about two. to be, a, you would be a part of the family. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And at that point, it goes beyond the wedding toast, and it becomes something of a, ooh, this was never resolved. And you did not handle things well. All right, I got you. Pass the meatloaf. All right, here's <laughs> foolproof plan right here. All right. Nobody you got to just, like, could get... I, wait a minute. Yeah. You said foolproof. <laughs> so you can sign a contract, and if it doesn't work out, I can come to you because this is foolproof. 
<laughs> you have faith in this plan. <laughs> I have faith in this plan. Let's hear this plan, Seth. Okay. Here's what you, you got. Is this for Bradley? Yeah. Right. You got to get the little sister alone and just be like really socially oh unacceptable. So is this no. going to be the, no, no, make no. her don't like you plan? <laughs> yeah. You don't need to so be alone like, for that. Well, no, he doesn't because no. the, the, the older sister, the older sister, see the key to this. The key to this is to leave no evidence that you were extremely weird. And then when the younger sister goes to the older sister, like I don't like him anymore. Nah, she she dreamt that. That never. So happened. you're gonna you're gonna weird. lie, call her a liar, make her seem crazy, and do this I'm, all in I'm order. I'm having a hard time <laughs> yes. visualizing what this looks like. For some reason, I'm picturing you texting her and saying, "Hey, I was wondering if you could hang out sometime." And then you guys like having this set aside afternoon to bake a cheesecake. And then when it's done, you just throw it on the floor and leave. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, no, um, I was thinking of like inviting her over to hang out, and then like when she shows up, you're shirtless with butter rubbed on your chest. So wait, the for Bradley for Bradley's sake, how much butter? <laughs> Two sticks. This is the worst advice you've ever given on this podcast. <laughs> We've yeah. handed out some doozies. You're not gonna get the older sister because you're gonna be in jail. Rubbed in butter with your her younger sister. The thing is, like I said, you don't do anything to her. You just like be really weird. There, I, I could know, take so many one-liners out of this. Like, just so many sentences that you have said that have come out of your mouth and easily, like, in, if a court asked me if you said these things and I said yes, we would never see you again. If you ever ran for governor, Seth, it would be uh, it would be bad news bears. <laughs> Thank God I'm not in politics. Also, social media is a thing. Cell phones are a thing. Like, she yeah. could tell her sister and you'd be like, oh, she dreamt it. But also, if she Snapchats her sister, you shirtless, covered in butter. I was going to say, she immediately pulls out her phone Find and is like, friend. sis, so, no, look at this. Here's the thing, though. I thought about that. Turn so, up the Wi-Fi or something. Like, you're what still you? pitching this to this poor guy? <laughs> he came to us for advice, and this is what we're handing him? Trust me, this is going to be his favorite part. <laughs> um, oh, no. So the plan with the phone is that you leave a basket outside your house, and you say, this is a technology-free house. <laughs> She's gonna turn around then. She's not even gonna so go. So that'll solve now. the problem of her liking you? Question mark. Now she's gonna think you're a freak. Yeah. Technology free house. I'm out. I'm out of here. Yeah. Okay. So say, say what we part of get, this plan doesn't work? Say we, we get, just gave this guy an anime and like a felony, like in a. We set him <laughs> up for just being a total creep. I just yes. Say we get as far as to getting a date with the older sister. We've. The plan works. The younger <laughs> sister doesn't like you anymore. We ask the older sister on the date. Yeah. Bradley asked the older sister on the date. How how do you just go about your life with the older sister, with the younger sister having experienced such trauma? I don't know. Normal? Like you would anyone else? Like you would anyone else? Yeah. That you have also rubbed that your... you've n- also rubbed butter, <laughs> butter on yourself. your nipples and show them... No, here's the thing. Like once it's done, once it's over, all you say is like, no, she dreamt that and then you it never happened. It never And they're just going to believe that she dreamt that very vivid dream. She's a kid? (laughs) She's not a kid. Say I'm Bradley, and I don't want to take this advice. Wait, Say Say I get a date with the older sister. Okay. Without y'all's help. Okay. And now we're dating. Yeah. Going steady, as Wally Cleaver says. God. Um, What happens now? Like... When you're hanging out at their house and you know this little sister still really likes you, let's say there's a two-year difference. Let's say the older sister's 22. Let's say she's 20. How do yeah. you balance that? Like, are you intentionally... How like, old are seriously, you? How old are you? Let's say you're 21. All right. You pat her on the head, call her kiddo, 
<laughs> and and that's so demeaning because that's like a friendship there <laughs> potentially. Like Jeff and Annie. Um, you no, say there's not. Uh, I well see like what is does the sister maybe the sister the older sister should be like look sis. Uh, I don't have a sister. I don't know how this works, but maybe she should be like, "Hey, like, do you just stand up and be like, the ball's in your court, shoddy? I don't know what you want to do about it now." Like, wait to the older sister. I mean, like, does Bradley say to the sister, "Like, hey, you better tell your sister that I'm texting you and not your yeah, younger sister." All right, Bradley, you here's know? what you do. I mean, it kind of is her. I mean, you could. That's, that's, that's one route. You can yeah. say yeah, it's not my say. responsibility to let down your sister. I guess it kind of. It's kind of. It's kind of not that. Like, I don't, it shouldn't well, be like a sister on sister kind of. You just tell the sister, like, look. You tell the older sister, look. You got to stand up for your mans, because. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> what? No, keep going. <laughs> Finish it. Let's you, try to redeem yourself. You need to go to your sister, and you need to tell her, "Look, back off, like back the hell off." Wait, this is you. Wait a minute. Confronting the younger sister. The no, older this is sister. You telling the older sister to confront the younger sister in this way. We just lost a follower. <laughs> Bradley's <laughs> out. He stopped listening forever. I ago. think you just lose the friendship with that entire family. <laughs> yeah, at that <laughs> point, it's like you make the you make them fight over you. So you said something. I want to go back to real quick. Yeah. You said, I said. You said I said. So first of all, I said. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I said you just lost a potential great friend, and you were like, "No, <laughs> yeah." Do you not think it's possible? Like, even if he was dating the older sister, he just could never be friends with the younger sister. Oh no, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, because in, in which case I would have said that like abort. Because <laughs> if you guys get married, like that's just gonna be awkward as heck. Well, I just think that probably the least douchiest way to do this is to, if you know, if she has expressed to you that she likes you and you like the older sister, let her down. And then, because I feel like it was a similar-ish situation, because I remember liking a girl freshman year. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness we did not end up talking about this on this episode. But yeah. I liked a girl freshman year, and once again, Clark, my favorite. Oh. She, she liked Clark. So Ooh. it was sort of it was sort of that same situation where Clark and I were both close. We were really close, especially freshman year. I mean, we are still now, but freshman year we were pretty close. And I had this crush on this girl. I was like, I'm finally gonna tell her. And she's like, No, I don't like you. I actually like. Clark. Which is that necessary? Yeah. To she, say why did actually, she, why I did you're a good friend. Well, I don't know why she time, told me in that moment. But. Most of the time you feel the need to justify yourself. I guess, but maybe the She d- literally asked me, she was like, What does Clark think about? I oh, was like, Oh, oh, oh. 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 I was, nope, nope. Ouch. I'm done with her. That hurts enough when you like the person and they don't know you like them. And they're asking you for advice on someone else. And then you get stuck in India. Forever. That's so petty. But Stop. but like, Stop. if they know you like them, they should not be going to you for advice. And like you said, you touched on it's an excuse. You don't need an excuse to not like somebody. Like if you don't, you just don't. Yeah, no. But usually, yeah. you just feel like for you. Bradley, it makes people feel better though to have an excuse. Well, True. Bradley, but you as got, a, you as got a girl, great a advice. Yeah, here. as a girl, just let her down very very nicely and be honest with her and be easy to like on this sister and just be like, listen, I'm really sorry. And make sure that it's like margarine butter, not like, you know. Not, I can't believe it's not butter. Not, I can't believe no it's not butter. No lard. We're talking country crock. Yeah. Big tub. Yeah.